Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I hope you are having a wonderful day so far. I'm excited about today's episode because I'm going to be talking about how you can strengthen your intuition. All right, so this is going to be a little bit more of a very spiritual podcast episode, but I'm assuming if you listen to my podcast, then you're kind of connected to spirituality too and can relate to a lot of this, but I did want to just give that a a little disclaimer, heads up. If more spiritual content isn't for you, then you may not like this episode. So yeah, let's just dive into it, all about strengthening your intuition. So What society fails to tell us is that the key to living an abundant and fulfilling life is through connecting and following our intuition. Our intuition is our inner compass, but society pushes us away from this inner compass. If we were all taught to follow that inner compass, the people in power wouldn't have as much control over us as they do. Society is set up to benefit those on top. We are taught things in school that benefit those in power. Now, of course, this is just based on my perspective and what I believe. You don't have to have the same viewpoint, but if you listen to my podcast, then I feel as if you too notice how society has had a huge effect on the collective. In my Faith Over Fear podcast episode, I actually talk about how a fear-based mindset is an ego-based mindset, and a faith-based mindset is a soul-based mindset that is connected to your intuition. So perhaps you heard of the term your higher self. Your higher self is the version of you who knows what is best for you, who can see your potential that you can't see due to living a human experience and having an ego and conditioned beliefs. To paint a picture for you, think of your higher self as your intuition and think of your intuition as the sole version of you that is looking down on your life from a bird's eye view. And if you think of your life as a maze with all of these paths and directions that you can take to reach your best possible reality, your higher self is your intuition that guides you through this maze because your higher self has that bird's eye view. It can see which path is going to lead you to the best possible outcome. Your ego doesn't have that advantage, which is why it's always in fear, not knowing. Your ego is based on fear and conditioned beliefs that fears you into making choices that keep you in your comfort zone and ultimately can lead you to those dead ends and unfulfilling opportunities. It's our intuition that is that inner compass and it's so important to listen to it. But the thing is, society has made it incredibly hard to do so. From a young age, we are conditioned not to listen to it. We are conditioned to make decisions based off of fear and ego. And this is still seen in society today through a lot of fear-based media that is constantly pushed at us. We often make choices based off of fear. Think about it. How many choices have you made in your life that were based off of fear? And where did they lead you? A choice I was famous for making was going to college even when I didn't want to. Because I was feared into believing that if I didn't go to college, I wouldn't be able to support myself financially. So I went because of that fear. And in the end, it didn't work out. I paid thousands and thousands of dollars and have nothing to show for it. But what I will say is that 
that experience did ultimately lead me to the right path because in this process, I discovered what I really wanted. I finally started listening to my intuition. You see it in society today where everyone has choices to make, but society is quick to judge someone when they make a choice that isn't seen as the acceptable right choice in their eyes or in society's eyes because everyone wants to be seen as doing the right thing. Everyone wants to believe that their right is everyone else's right too, and that's ego-based. When it comes to life in our mazes, we don't have the same maze as the person next to us. We don't have the same life path as the person next to us. So what's right for them could be a dead end for us. It's about listening to your intuition and acting on that gut instinct. You know, I had people who told me I was making a mistake when I dropped out of college, but my intuition told me that I wasn't and that dropping out of college was the best thing for me to do at that time. If in your gut, your personal decision feels best for you, then that's all that matters. People will judge your decisions regardless, and that's because they are so connected to their ego. Judging is ego-based, and we all have done it because we are human and we have egos. But when you focus on less ego and more soul, you awaken to the fact that at the end of the day, We all have different paths, and what's best for one person may be a dead end for someone else. Another important thing to remember is that the only person who knows what's best for you is yourself. When we rely on other people to heal us or, you know, bring us to our goal, it's just not going to happen. We are our own best healers because, again, it's that intuition and higher self that is going to help you heal and guide you through this maze called life. So it's important that if you do have counselors, a coach, or a mentor, that you aren't relying on them to heal you or bring you to your destination. We need to do our inner work too. And a therapist or a mentor can act as a guide, but at the end of the day, only we can really heal ourselves and bring us to that destination because only our higher selves can see the full picture. Which is why it's so important that we strengthen that connection that we have to our intuition, our higher self, that we've been conditioned to bury away. So the first way that you can strengthen your intuition is by acting on your impulses. Now, I know a lot of people may say that making impulsive decisions isn't always best, and I get that perspective. It really depends on the context. I will give you an example from my own life. I had reached one of those dead-end paths a few years back when I was a full-time waitress. No matter how much I worked, I couldn't save my money and I was always living from one shift pay to the next shift pay. Having extra money wasn't a thing for me. I constantly felt drained and burned out and I had a lot of credit card debt. I remember one night I reached a breaking point. I was crying, I was so upset because I felt like I was never going to be able to break out of this cycle. I remember sitting there thinking, you know, why me? Why can't I just have a breakthrough moment? And looking back, this mindset was very damaging and it actually kept me stuck. I was still so hurt at this time. I hadn't started my healing journey yet. I hadn't met my higher self yet. The perspective that I had on life was based off of all this pain that I've been through up to this point. So I was stuck in this victim mentality. And when you are in a victim mentality, you create this energy for yourself that says, I am stuck and I can't get out. Therefore, it's hard for you to see the opportunities that are actually there for you. So after I had this meltdown moment, I remember just thinking to myself, you know, I can't feel this way anymore. 
I can't allow myself to be drained every day. And I can't allow myself to feel like the world is against me. Even this slight shift led me to an opportunity. I was sitting on my phone scrolling through Pinterest when a pin popped up saying that I could make a full-time income through blogging. And I was like, wow, you know, that would be amazing. I love creating content and I love writing. So in that moment, I just acted on it. I didn't think twice. I created my blog and I went for it. And it's what got me out of that dead end. My higher self, my intuition helped me in that moment to get me out of my dead end path that I chose out of fear. But in order for me to see a way out, I had to change the way I viewed my situation. I had to look at it from a perspective of this is happening for me, not to me. Because the more you stay in that victim mentality, the more you are focusing on how you are stuck rather than how you can get out. So if you get an idea out of nowhere to start a business, there's a reason for this. Act on it. Don't wait. Those ideas are downloads from your higher self, the universe, your intuition. There's a reason that you had this vision in this idea. And when we don't act on those inspired actions that we want to take, we give our ego the opportunity to talk us out of it. The longer we wait to take action on those intuitive nudges, the more time we give our ego to come in and create fear around the idea. Before you know it, you start procrastinating on taking action because you're afraid you won't be able to afford it or you're afraid to fail, you're afraid people might criticize you and so on. And then you begin to fixate on those fears and we know what happens after that, we start to manifest what we focus on, fear. So keep that in mind when you are working on strengthening your intuition. When you feel intuitive nudges, act on them. Don't second guess yourself. And when it comes to strengthening your intuition, you also wanna try to become in tune with your body, especially the sensations you feel and, and how your body responds to certain situations. Your intuition is going to be that gut feeling, that feeling that gives you this sensation like you just know it's right for you. It's not going to feel like fear. Fear is ego. So for example, if you have this idea that your intuition sends your way to, I don't know, write a book and you feel excited about writing it, that would be your intuition telling you, write that book. When making decisions, try to connect with your intuition by slowing down. Ground your energy, take some deep breaths, and then ask yourself, how does this feel for me? And not only should you pay attention to your body, but you should also pay attention to the signs that the universe tries to give you because those signs and synchronicities are guiding you along your path and helping to reassure you. There have been so many times that the universe has spoken to me and given me signs. And one that I specifically remember was when I had first moved into my new home at the end of 2020. This was when my spiritual journey and healing journey really began to unfold for me. I remember I was sitting in the basement of my new house, just watching Netflix. And then all of a sudden my Netflix stopped working. I thought it was our internet, but my husband was still playing his video games. So I thought, you know, maybe Netflix was just down. So I ended up opening up YouTube and the first video that was recommended to me was a pick a card tarot reading, which at this time in my life, I loved watching pick a card readings um, because it really helped to strengthen my intuition and I still enjoy them. So I clicked in and watched the video and she was telling me how I was probably seeing the number 666 a lot. And I remember just instantly being like, 
uh, like that's not right. I'm not seeing 666 a lot. And of course, being from a religious family, I hear 666 and I instantly think of the devil and I'm like, oh my gosh, 666, that's so bad. So I click out and I open my Twitter. And the first tweet on my feed was someone randomly tweeting 666. That was it. That was the first tweet on my newsfeed. And I remember I just got the chills. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what is going on? This was a crazy synchronicity. So now I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I'm cursed by the devil or something because of 666. So I go to Google and I Google what this meant. And what it actually meant in terms of spirituality is that I was paying too much attention to the material world and it was time for me to go within and connect more with my spiritual self. And I was just kind of blown away. That's when I really listened to the signs the universe and my higher self wanted me to pick up on. And I got really serious about my healing journey. And my life has changed so much since that day. I let go of a lot of connections that were holding my spiritual growth back. I finally came to a place in my life where I felt at peace with my relationship with my dad. I was able to work on healing our relationship and letting go of resentment that I held on for so long. My perspective of myself and life has completely changed. My perspective on God has completely changed, but in a way that brought me more inner peace. So pay attention to the signs and synchronicities. Another way to strengthen your intuition is to stop looking for external validation. I've been dealing with this a lot lately because my hurt inner child is screaming for validation from my family when it comes to my spiritual journey. But I am never going to get that validation I want because my entire family has a different belief system than me. When I started my own spiritual journey, it was really hard for me because my ego wanted to talk me out of it. Growing up, my parents would go to the Catholic church and so did my grandparents and I would go to CCD and all I can remember as a kid about religion is that I was feared into believing that if I didn't go to church, I wouldn't go to heaven. I was feared into thinking that there's this devil that exists and that I might end up in hell if I do something wrong. I was feared into making sure that I I need to do all that I can to never sin. And to be honest, I had this fear-based mindset surrounding God, which pushed me away from religion. Which again, all of these fear-based mindsets feared me into the decisions that I would make, which would mean that I was making decisions based off of ego. And there is such a thing as spiritual ego. And I tend to see this a lot in organized religion. Now, I'm not saying everyone's like that, but there are these fear tactics that I get from, you know, organized religion. Like, don't have sex before marriage, because that's a sin and that's bad. And a male has to like a female and it has to just be that way and it can't be any other way. A male can't like a male or whatever else. And that, to me, is just really close-minded, judgmental, spiritual ego energy that I cannot get behind. And all of these other fear tactics, which, you know, it's just why religion never felt like the path for me, because there's so much fear that was taught. And this is just based off of my own personal experience with religion and how I perceived the church. Other people have had better experiences where this did not happen. And that is because the church is meant for your spiritual path, your life path. It's part of your maze, right? But for me, I was meant to view God in a different light and to experience spirituality in a different way. And now, like I said, there are people who are religious who are way more accepting and aren't using fear tactics and all of that. 
but I just felt as if religion kept me in an ego-based mindset. So when I started to dive into spirituality, I was able to focus less on fear and more on soul. I was able to reframe my mindset and perspective on what God meant to me and not what a book told me God was. You know what I mean? And with my own perspective, my own beliefs, I learned that God, source, the universe, has so much unconditional love to give that there is no reason to fear God, the universe, source. It's this light energy that has so much love to give no matter who you are. And that's the kind of energy you want to spread. Compassion. And other than me not being religious like my family, I also love using tarot for self-discovery and to connect with my intuition. And I use astrology. And this is something my family is just against because of what the Bible says. So for the longest time, I was afraid to be who I wanted to be because of fear. There was fear that was created surrounding my beliefs and second-guessing myself that was created based on this need to get external validation and approval from my family. And when you are the only one in the room who has a different view than everyone else, it can feel lonely, it can feel isolating, and it can make you second-guess yourself. You know, my family, they all love talking about the Bible and God together, and I just you know, wanted someone in the room to want to talk about tarot and astrology with me to make me feel like it's okay to like those things. But talking about that would just cause arguments and feelings of judgment because it goes against what they believe. So for the longest time, I was second guessing my path because of that desire to feel validated in my choice, which this actually creates this disconnect with your intuition Your intuition knows what's best for you. Remember I said, what's best for you is going to be different from the person next to you. Your maze, your life path is different from the person next to you. Going to church and being religious is maybe good for them and their path, but for me, that's not my path and that's okay. And, you know, your intuition knows what's best for you and oftentimes the universe is going to test and challenge you to see how much faith you really have in yourself and in the universe. Like I always say, this life that we are living is just like school. You learn lessons, and before you can advance to the next lesson, you need to pass the test. So the universe will give you that test. You may feel like the universe is trying to block you from receiving, but in reality, it's really just an opportunity for you to practice your faith. Always follow your intuition. I've learned that the ego seeks to be understood by others, whereas the soul seeks to understand itself. When you want to start a new business, don't ask for external validation. When you want to make a career change, do it. And don't look for someone else to tell you it's the right choice. Because if you ask someone if you are making the right choice and they tell you no, they are potentially distracting you from the path your higher self is trying to lead you down. The only person who knows what's best for you is you and your intuition. That's who sees the bigger picture, your intuition, your higher self, the universe. And even from a young age, we were conditioned to push this part of us away. Because if you think about it, many of us as kids weren't given a choice. Often we were told what the choice was for us. Like for dinner, you don't get to choose. You eat what your parents make or you don't eat at all. This creates this indecisiveness because when we finally get to make choices for ourselves, we don't know how to. Because for so long, we relied on other people to make the choices for us. It takes a lot of reframing of the mind to become confident in the choices that we make. But the more you let your intuition speak and the more you listen, 
the more confident your decision making will become. So the last tip I want to share is to really ground your energy. Oftentimes we can't hear our intuition because our energy is off balance. It can be so hard to ground our energy, but it's been a game changer for me. You can do this through meditation, but if you are like me and you struggle with meditation, try this trick. I love to look on YouTube for high frequency music with nature, and I will sit there and just go into a relaxed meditative state while taking in the music and feeling at peace looking at the nature now of course being out in nature is going to be the most grounding because of the frequency of nature if you have the opportunity to go out in nature and just be then that will help a lot to ground your energy so you can hear your intuition more clearly if you can meditate your intuition tends to come through during meditation as well I also channel a lot through automatic writing, which is when I find a quiet uh, quiet spot and just write messages and thoughts that are on my mind without thinking about it or trying to make sense of it all. Journaling prompts can help too, like if you are trying to connect with your intuition about a career choice, asking questions like, what about my current career feels out of alignment? And then the first initial thoughts that come to your mind would be, what you would want to write down. Then you'd maybe ask, what would my ideal career be? Or what would my ideal work routine look like? And write those first initial thoughts. These are just some of the few ways that I've strengthened my own intuition. I also connect with my intuition through tarot, like I mentioned before. And I was actually thinking of creating a Discord server or like a Facebook group community to connect with you all on, but I'm not sure if there would be any interest. Um, sometimes podcast episodes can be hard to connect because there's no comment box really. There's just like reviews that you can send, but yeah, feel free to reach out to me on social media and let me know or send me an email to thoughtsthatmanifest at gmail.com. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and you feel called to leave a review, it would mean the world to me. Feel free to share with someone who may need to hear this message. I'd love to connect on social media. I am at LDuclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all social media platforms. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time.